the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Grace. We all know what grace is. It's giving us what we do not deserve. But mercy? That's a harder one, isn't it? It's not giving somebody what they do deserve. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno and online at highlands.us. Today we are back in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 as well as Romans chapter 12, taking a look at mercy. It is our final look at this spiritual gift before we move on to some of the other gifts here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Won't you join us today as we explore the beauty of mercy and precisely what mercy really is with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. Here's Pastor Layton. As Jesus was hanging on the cross, he was surrounded by people who mocked him. The religious leaders had put him to death because they were jealous of him and his popularity. They had entertained false witness. They had broken the rules of due process in order to expedite the sentencing and execution. Their intent was clearly evil. The ends justify the means. They were convinced they were doing God a favor by putting the blasphemer to death. And if it took lying, cheating, and murder to accomplish it, so be it. Because the ends justify the means. And yet, as Jesus hung on the cross suffering, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus saw those who mocked him and crucified him as victims of spiritual ignorance and blindness, who crucified him because they didn't really know what they were really doing. Now, when we read these scriptures, we perceive that those who sent Jesus to the cross knew exactly what they were doing. They were intentionally doing evil. And yet Jesus asked his father to forgive them, for they knew not what they were doing. And people who have this gift look on others who are engaged in sinful behavior as though they really don't know what they're doing. As though they've been lied to and they bought the lie. As though they're under some kind of a a mind-altering influence or addiction. As if... If they really knew what they were doing, they wouldn't do it. Now, Ephesians chapter 2 describes the unbeliever as being spiritually dead. And one of the characteristics of death is being unaware or non-responsive. If an animal's crossing the road, it gets killed, it becomes unaware. It's not aware that the asphalt's getting hot because the sun is beating down in the middle of the day. It's unaware. It's unaware that the asphalt is getting cold because the sun has gone down and the night has come. It's unaware. It's unaware that another car is coming. He's going to run over, be run over again. It's unaware. Spiritual death is being unaware. You know, we look upon someone who is blind. Sometimes they stumble over things because they don't see it. 
because they're unaware. And when a blind person stumbles over something that they're unaware of, we don't laugh at them. We don't condemn them. We don't make fun of them because they're unaware. They can't see. We have mercy and compassion towards those who cannot see. We're not aware. And when you look on those, as Jesus looked on those, as though they're unaware and they can't see, they don't know. If they did know, they wouldn't do it. Now, being a believer involves not only receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, but also a process of growth. We read God's word, we talk with fellow believers, we are challenged to look in God's word for the answers, and we learn to connect the dots. You know, if somebody first becomes a believer, they come uh, into the church building and inside they learn very quickly how to act like a Christian. They can connect those dots pretty quick. But when they're just a new believer and they walk outside in the church parking lot, they forget they're a Christian, which explains an awful lot of what takes place in our church parking lot. And then after a while, as they're maturing, they're connecting the dots and they think, oh, wait a minute. I need to not only act like a Christian when I'm inside the church building, I need to act like a Christian when I'm in the church parking lot. And come to think of it, when I'm out of the church parking lot on the street. And come to think of it, when I'm at home or in the office or wherever it is I might be. It's a matter of learning, growing, and connecting the dots. Some who are young believers haven't connected the dots. They can't see yet. They're not aware. And so those who are more mature need to exercise mercy towards those who are still trying to connect the dots. Now, showing mercy is particularly important for us in the aftermath of these recent elections of our nation. You know, there are Christians who are celebrating the outcome. And there are other Christians who are grieving the outcome. And it's important for those who are now celebrating to show mercy to those who are now grieving by not rubbing salt in the wound being self-controlled in what they say. In the months to come, it will be important that those who are now grieving show mercy to those who are now celebrating by exercising self-control and refraining to say things like, see, I told you so. We need to exercise mercy towards each other. And we need to exercise mercy towards pastors. You know, pastors are always under criticism. Ah, that pastor, he he said too much. Ah, that pastor, he didn't say enough. And the fact is that pastors ask for God's guidance to give them wisdom on what to say and how to say it 
that it might be edifying to those who would listen. And I might point out that this church is not the least bit interested in being politically correct. What we desire to be is biblically correct. We're interested in what the Bible has to say about things, not what's socially acceptable. We as citizens have a dual, uh, we as, as believers have a dual citizenship. We are citizens of America and we are citizens of heaven. We have a dual citizenship. And uh, those who, of you who have dual citizenships know that it's great as long as the two countries are getting along. But when there's a disagreement between the two nations that you have citizenship with, you've got to choose your first allegiance. And in America, we have been very blessed because America has been one nation under God. And so long as that's the case, there's no conflict. But there may come a time when each and every one of us as believers is going to have to choose our first allegiance. It's also important for us to to uh, realize that America uh, is divided and emotions are running deep. However, the kingdom of God is not divided. The kingdom of heaven is not divided. And our God-given assignment as Christians to be ambassadors of that kingdom has not changed. Jesus said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go and therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Our assignment has not changed. It remains the same. And it should seem more and more obvious to us that we're getting closer to the end of the age. With perfect storms, earthquakes in diverse places, global economic meltdowns, nuclear weapons in the hands of people in the Middle East that have no business having such weapons, time's getting short, so it would seem. Jesus did not assign the church to swing elections, he called the church to make disciples. And he did not call the church to promote the agenda of any earthly kingdom. He called the church to promote the agenda of the heavenly kingdom on earth. This world and all of its kingdoms will not last forever. But the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God will. And our only hope for salvation is in Jesus Christ and being part of that eternal kingdom of heaven. And that's why it's so important for us as Christians and as a church to keep our priorities straight and use whatever time we have left in fulfilling our part of the Great Commission. We're going home to heaven someday, perhaps soon, and we want to take as many people as we can with us. That's what we're called for, and we need to keep the main thing the main thing. Amen. (laughs) 
Lord, thank you for giving us guidance in these matters. And Lord, may it be that each and every one of us grows in our mercy towards others. May it be that our church family is known as a place where much mercy abounds. Lord, we thank you for giving us very clear guidance as to our purpose as individuals and as families, as church families. We thank you, Lord, for giving us your Holy Spirit that empowers us to do what you have called us to do. We cannot do it without you. Lord, we thank you for the hope that you have given us in your promise and in your promises that you are preparing a place for us. We are so thankful, Lord, that you always keep your promise. Help us, Lord, as individuals, as church family, to keep the main thing, the main thing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. This has been Study Verse by Verse, the ministry of Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno with our teacher and pastor, Pastor Leighton Sheely. Our series finds us here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and today Romans chapter 12. A look at those spiritual gifts, specifically mercy. If you'd like to know more, visit us online, highlands.us, highlands.us. Until tomorrow, God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.